The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today again is our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. We're looking at Isaiah 55 verses 6 to 9, especially verses 8 to 9 today, where the Lord says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the he evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher above the higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. My dear friends in Christ, an article I read talked about the world's richest man, Croesus, talking with the world's wisest man, Thales, and he asked him this question, what is God? Well, Croesus, a philosopher, he asked for a day to deliberate on that question so that he could come up with an answer. But after a day, he asked for another day. And then he asked for another day, and then another day, and then another day. And at length, what finally he did is he said that as he was deliberating on this question, that in his mind, everything was so jumbled and everything that he couldn't come up with a real good answer to that question, what is God? He couldn't frame an answer to that question. Well, the, the fiery Tertullian, an early church father or leader, he seized upon that story and he said that that incident just simply proves to us how outside of Christ in this world, the world is just totally ignorant of what God is, who God is, and what he means. Well, he exclaimed, there is the wisest man in the world, and he cannot tell you who God is. But the most ignorant mechanic among the Christians knows God and is able to make him known unto others. Well, Tertullian said that. He, he lived basically about 155 to 240 A.D., and I don't know why he picked on mechanics in his section there. And, and actually, if you think about it, he couldn't have been talking about auto mechanics. And well, for that matter, I tell you, I know some pretty smart auto mechanics. But why he was saying mechanics there, I don't know. But the point that he's making here is a valid one. He's saying that the wisest person here on this earth without faith in Jesus, well, that person really has no clue when it comes to who God really is and his plan of salvation. Whereas the simple person or any one of us, anyone who has been called to faith in Jesus He's been blessed with this great knowledge, this great wisdom from God, 
in knowing Jesus as the Savior. But, but even that wisdom is not something that he, that, that simple person got on his own. It's a, a gift from God. Today, our reading is talking about our Lord's great wisdom and how that wisdom is so far above us, how we can't really grasp it on our own. The Lord says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. There is such a tremendous contrast between the ways and the thoughts of God and the ways and the thoughts of human beings. And here especially, well, we'd be talking about all human beings, but we'd be talking especially about the person who is an unbeliever, the person who's unbeliever. The difference between his thoughts and ways and God's thoughts and ways, just tremendous. Well, the thoughts of any human, really the thoughts and ways of any human being would ultimately lead to death and destruction. All humanity on its own turns away from God and doesn't look to him in faith, doesn't look to him for answers. The only thing that the natural human mind can do is turn away from God and put himself further and further away from God. That's the natural inclination of the human mind and heart. The Apostle Paul says, the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And the point that he's making, of course, is that even if the unbeliever admits that there is some greater power, some supreme being there, it's always going to be impossible for that unbeliever to understand the gospel at all. But now, the gospel. Who could have imagined that what God would do is that he would deal with sinful human beings like us by sending his son to be the savior. Who would have imagined that God would love sinful men and women, well, wicked men and women like us as we are by nature, that he would love us enough to give us his son and make his son go through all that he went through so that we could be with him forever in heaven. That whole concept is so beyond our human understanding. It's so far beyond us. No human being could understand or comprehend that on his own. Yet what the wonderful truth of Scripture is, is that God loved us so much that he did give us Jesus. Paul says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Grace, it's a mystery to the human mind, to us sinners. The human way believes that the way God really should act is that he would require human deeds of us 
that would be good enough, that would be close enough to his standards, so that then, as a result of our being good enough, our earning or deserving it, that somehow or other we'd be able to get his forgiveness and love. But God's way is totally different. Our Lord's great wisdom and his whole plan of salvation, so amazing, so beyond us, so great and wonderful. His gift to humanity is eternal life, and, and it's something that cannot be earned. It's a gift that God gives to us. What God has done and what God keeps on doing for us sinners, it's, it's beyond our human understanding. Paul says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him but God has revealed it to us by his Spirit. How thankful we have to be that God has revealed that to us by his Spirit because that's not something that we could learn or come to terms with on our own. But the fact of the matter is, is that our thoughts and ways as believers in Christ well, as we in faith well, seek the Lord while he may be found, those, our human ways and thoughts will never reach to the way of God. God's always going to be way above us. But as we seek the Lord while he may be found, well, God will help us to grow in our knowledge and our wisdom of God. We'll never get to God's level, but we'll want to keep on seeking the Lord while he may be found. Let's realize that we are, while we are this side of heaven, we're tragically going to have that sinful nature that's, well, what it's always going to do is it's always going to be battling us and constantly telling us that we don't need, that we're so smart that we don't need an abundance of God's word in our lives. Satan wants us to believe that, that we're so smart that we don't need to regularly and faithfully worship God and study his word, that, that we can figure out things on our own apart from God. But let's remember that what God's word is, is it is to our souls like food is to our bodies. And what would you say to a person who would say, that he only needs to eat once or twice a month or even once a week in order to survive. You tell that person that he couldn't survive, he couldn't be healthy that way, he needs a more regular diet with food. And what Satan wants to do is he wants to tell us, of course, well, what Satan, our sinful nature, the sinful world, the unbelieving world around us, what those forces always want to tell us is that, that we don't need God in his word. And what we'd have to say to, to Satan, to the unbelieving world and our own sinful flesh, that that's just crazy, it's just wrong, that we need to be regularly studying God's word, regularly worshiping our Savior, 
because what does the Bible say? It is the power of God for salvation. So let's seek the Lord while he may be found so that we can keep hearing and learning the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for being our all-wise God and for concocting a plan of salvation in which you do everything for our salvation. Give us an always growing love for your word, for your holy scriptures, which are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. We, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you always. Amen.